Hello, all, and welcome to the Gestalt IT Rundown, your weekly look at the IT news of the week. I'm your host, Rich Straffolino. Ordinarily, I'm joined by Tom Hollingsworth. He's off at RSA Conference, so good luck, Tom. We're going to be running through the headlines right now, so let's get it started. Uh, it wouldn't be the Gestalt IT Rundown without mentioning Qualcomm at some point and some woes involving an acquisition, uh, failed or otherwise. This time it has to involve uh, not Qualcomm being acquired, but its acquisition proposed of NXP. Uh, their year of non-acquisition continues with drama over that deal. The company reportedly withdrew an antitrust application at the request of the Chinese government just before an April 17th deadline for the government to rule on the acquisition. Qualcomm refiled the application the next day, giving the Chinese Ministry of Commerce another a six-month window to decide. So basically, they had hit reset on their entire acquisition effort. Uh, Qualcomm has already obtained approval from eight of the nine required global regulators, uh, and Chinese approval may be dependent on U.S.-China trade dispute resolution. So I'm sure it'll be resolved really quickly and with no drama. Uh, and other distressing potential trade news, the U.S. Commerce Department uh, announced a ban against American firms selling parts and components to ZTE for seven years. The move comes after ZTE reportedly did not follow through on an agreed-upon punishment to employees funneling U.S. goods to Iran. So kind of a sensitive deal there. The U.S. provides about 25 to 30 percent of ZTE's total component supply. And ZTE is the number four smartphone re uh, seller in the U.S. Uh, that was kind of news to me uh, doing some research on this story. So having major impacts kind of on both sides of this. Uh, I'm sure this will do nothing to uh, escalate the upcoming trade war. Uh, and uh, for the rest of uh, uh, the Western world, uh, the U.K. just recently announced uh, through their National Cybersecurity Center, uh, they sent a letter to U.K. telecoms warning them to avoid the company for telecommunications infrastructure as it would pose a threat to national security. Everything is fine. I'm sure ZTA can go to Huawei uh, about how to deal uh, with getting the cold shoulder uh, from a Western government. Uh, in other news, uh, Docker released version 2.0 of its Enterprise uh, Edition, originally launched uh, in 2017. The update basically makes it much more Kubernetes friendly. Uh, not too surprising if you've been following Docker recently. They've been making a lot of moves uh, to stay uh, friendly uh, with Kubernetes. Uh, users can run Swarm and Kubernetes in the same cluster and deploy apps using Docker Compose or YAML. Uh, basically, it's just letting you speak uh, native Kubernetes just a little easier. It's also introducing uh, simplified Kubernetes workflows across the board and supports secure application zones. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, Kubernetes kind of seeing, or not, excuse me, uh, Docker kind of seeing the writing on the wall in terms of uh, knowing which orchestrators has the dominant market share, not trying, to, I give them full credit for not trying to push Swarm uh, necessarily and allowing for as much interoperability as possible. And realistically, for their enterprise edition to be relevant and to stay relevant, uh, this was definitely needed. So I'll be interested to see what future moves they're going to be making uh, with, uh, with future uh, Kubernetes support. They've already made some impressive strides this year. In other news, if you felt the creeping sense of un, uh, unreality, you can blame Microsoft. The company just released a custom Linux kernel in the form of Azure Sphere OS. The secured OS is part of a secure edge stack with certified microcontroller hardware. The first microcontroller is the MediaTek MT3620, which uses uh, both ARM uh, Cortex-A and M chips to combine real-time and application processing. But Microsoft is now distributing a custom Linux kernel. Long live Satchamania. Just weird times, weird times. Remember when Linux was a cancer? Thanks, Steve Ballmer. 
In financial news, IBM posted their second quarter of annual growth after uh, going five years without even having one quarter. The company posted in Q1 revenue of $19.1 billion on earnings of $2.45 per share. Analysts had expected earnings of uh, $2.42 per share on revenue of $18.84 billion. So, uh, you know, what's a cool uh, $300 million between friends? Uh, strategic imperatives, including social, mobile, analytics, and cloud, accounted for 47% of revenue, with cloud specifically generating $4.2 billion in the quarter. IBM's system unit generated $1.5 billion below expectations as storage earnings declined faster than expected, but buoyed by mainframe upgrades uh, to the newer Z14 line. That's basically a lot of their, uh, you know, legacy old iron that uh, we're used to thinking of with IBM. The company's technology services, uh, cognitive solutions, and global business services also saw growth on the year, generating a combined $12.93 billion in revenue. Uh, of course, with two quarters of positive results, the stock fell 6% on the news. I have no idea how the stock market works, but evidently beating expectations for two quarters in a row, not all that great. All right, another Microsoft news. They announced Windows Hello will support the FIDO2 security keys and standard with a preview available for testing on Windows 10 and for Azure Active Directory users. So pretty cool stuff. The newly released uh, Yubico security key is now fully supported as well uh, as is other forthcoming FIDO2 devices from partners. But I think uh, Yubico and YubiKey, you know, their products are probably the most synonymous uh, with this kind of uh, two-factor or uh, passwordless kind of future. Uh, so Microsoft really embracing uh, seemingly uh, kind of this passwordless future. I, I think uh, giving them full credit, Microsoft has a very checkered history with security, especially when it comes to consumers. So any way that you can eliminate the uh, ABC123 problem, uh, I feel like is a boon for them and really mitigates a pain point uh, for a lot of security uses. All right, an interesting case from the Supreme Court. The U.S. Supreme Court dropped a Microsoft email privacy case after new legislation made the case moot. Microsoft had challenged a U.S. warrant that was seeking data stored on a server in Ireland uh, in a drug trafficking case. Basically, what happened was uh, Microsoft being a U.S. company, the person that signed up for the email account did it so uh, in Ireland, Dublin specifically. And so there was some dispute over um, if Microsoft uh, had to comply with that warrant uh, in terms of data privacy. Uh, Microsoft had won a previous appeals court ruling in 2016 on the subject, but the newly signed Cloud Act makes the case moot. The act sets up a framework for U.S. judges to issue warrants for overseas data held by U.S. companies while simultaneously giving companies a way to object if the conflict or if the request conflicts with foreign law. Uh, I'd be interested to see how this uh, uh, plays with GDPR and uh, all the uh, kerfuffle going on about data privacy in that way. I'm wondering if, you know, this uh, uh, that specifically relates to Europe, but I'm wondering if the the Cloud Act is, is going to butt heads there. It'll be very interesting to see. All right, interesting news coming out of Google as part of a redesign for Gmail. It's getting a whole new UI. Uh, Google plans to introduce confidential mode. When activated, specified emails won't be able to be forwarded, and the ability to copy, download, and print them will be severely curtailed. Uh, if you wanted to be a jerk, of course, you could just screen cap everything, and uh, really there's nothing much you can do about that. I'm wondering if they're going to do something similar to what Snapchat does when uh, it detects a screenshot being taken, if it'll automatically send a notification. That would really be useful because otherwise... This, you know, is a speed bump, but isn't exactly uh, all that detrimental if you really want to uh, have a copy of that email. Some of the other interesting uh, privacy features uh, is that Gmail will now support uh, expiration dates on sent emails, as well as supporting password locks. This is, of course, 
rumored at this point, but uh, from what I was seeing, the sources seemed pretty confident that this would be uh, all rolling out uh, relatively soon with that redesign. All right, and finally, uh, if you thought you were having a bad day, unless you're the IRS site admin, it probably wasn't that bad. Uh, on the tax filing deadline in the U.S., the IRS's filing site advertised, uh, advised visitors that there was a planned outage with the site planning to come back online December 31st in the year 9,999. No technical, ex technical explanation was given other than it was likely related to a, quote, hardware issue and reassured that this was not a cybersecurity breach. Uh, and filers were given an additional day to get their taxes in. You slackers, you should have already had it in. Anyway, uh, I just thought that was uh, pretty hilarious, and uh, someone had a really, really horrible day. I hope no one uh, was confused or concerned. Uh, by hilarious, I mean very concerning, because that's how the government gets funded, unless you don't want to pay taxes, in which case, oh well. All right, that just about does it for the Gestalt IT Rundown. My name is Rich Straffolino. I don't know if I said that at the top of the show. I'm the editor at gestaltit.com, so if you're interested in more IT news like this, head on over to gestaltit.com. You can also follow us. On Twitter, on Facebook, just search for Gestalt IT. We're where you would think we would be. And uh, we have all sorts of good stuff there. Like I said, this broadcast on Facebook Live, hopefully that's how you're watching this. You can also find it on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Just search for Gestalt IT. We have unboxing videos, uh, interviews, uh, roundtable podcasts, and all sorts of other good stuff hosted there. So be sure to subscribe while you're checking that out. We'll be back next Wednesday uh, doing the IT news uh, with my good friend, co-host, and colleague tom hollingsworth sure i'm going to use all those words uh, and we'll be back running down doing our usual thing with the gestalt it rundown thanks so much for watching and remember have a super sparkly day